millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of The Naughty Step, a parenting podcast for parenting people, starring me, the journalist Robin Wilder, and him, Stuart Heritage, journalist, author, poster of pictures of his feet to Instagram. Hello. I did that once. Yeah, but it was that was they were so close to the camera that that well, yeah, counts as most point of your otherwise. Feet. No, it doesn't. It if does. they're far away, then you can't see all the the hard bits of skin. The walls and scabs and the walls. Walls, walls. Walls. W H O R L S. Is that a foot? Is that a chiropractic term? No, it's a topographical term. Well, yeah, they're very wally. They're very wally because you walked 30 miles yesterday. Yes, I did, yeah. It was shit. <laughs> it was shit. I hated it so much. Well, what point did you start to hate it? Uh, halfway. Before halfway. Before halfway? Slightly before halfway, yeah. It got hilly. Ow. I've also... I'm going to be peppering this with just <laughs> exclamations of pain because I keep getting cramp. The last... 10 miles of it is basically walking along the White Cliffs of Dover. Which is very up and downy, isn't it? Very up and downy. And like right on the edge. If it had been raining, I would have died. That's okay. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. How are you, Robin? I'm okay. uh, My voice went earlier this week, so it's just back now. Just a bit sort of snotty and disgusting. That was great. It was a great few days. It was lovely, quiet, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I especially liked uh, listening to you (laughs) trying to control an Amazon Echo with no voice. (laughs) Alexa! Hmm, I don't know that one. You know one thing I did this week? I looked up a recipe for taco salad. Taco salad? Why is everything you eat flavoured? You've been eating taco flavoured soup. <laughs> yeah, I like the, like the, like the flavour. Which is mint. Yeah. And then water. And then season. And then a, a tub of cream cheese. <laughs> all sort of boiled together. Is and it... onions. Oh, and onions. Is it nice? It's really nice, actually. But So I wanted to discover it in its salad form. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, for reasons I won't go into. But what I've just found, have you noticed that every recipe blog has I about hate. 12 pages before the I actual hate, recipe? I hate it so much. I just want to know how to cook things. No one. People have found, if you've got a recipe blog, a food blog, People have found you because they've Googled the name of yes. the dish. They haven't, they don't want to read all the things like your childhood memories of soup. Let me, let me show you an example. I won't say who this is. But it's taco salad. 
but it's it's taco salad. So we can assume it's it's the first Google result for taco salad. May not be. So you start the page and it says taco salad. And then it says that the post may or may not... No, the post may be sponsored. Uh, and then there's an advert. Then it says that you can enjoy tacos because tacos exist. Mm-hmm. Then there's another advert. Then there's an advert. Then she says uh, one of her favourite foods is tacos. Then there's an advert. Then she says she was looking for an easy-to-make taco salad. Right. Then there's an advert from her oh about a book. Uh, then she says why tacos are popular. <sighs> then there are three images. And then she says the sort of meat that she used. Then there's another way of serving this, which she details, but then says that's not how she does it. Then there are three more pictures. Then there's an advert. Then she says she made the salad from buying some salad. Oh, I fucking hate that. <laughs> I hate it when you like... No, you finish this and then I'll tell you the thing I hate. Then she said how much this... Round how much this uh, recipe made for her. Like how many servings. Then she says that her husband's quite picky. So. Oh my God. I want... then is is a there a lot of this left? Yes. Oh, then there's hurry. a picture. Then she says that she likes to add guacamole. That some people do, but she didn't. Then there's another picture. Then there's an advert. Then she says that her daughter loves tacos. Oh, God. Then I'm there's an advert. Losing the will to live here, Robin. And then she says, I've got to start putting tacos on the menu more often. Two adverts, two images, two adverts, one image. Another mention of her daughter. And then the recipe, which is salad, some chilli and some salt. Why do I hate food blogs? I really hate food blogs so much. My message to food bloggers is I can't cook. And I, I, I need to know how to cook the thing that you want me to make rather than the thing that's going on with your life. So every week on the Naughty Step podcast, we talk about a parenting topic. Uh, this week, we're talking about parenting guilt. Why are we talking about I, I, I genuinely don't know why we're doing it. Uh, well, uh, I was just thinking about how all the, all the ways in which I feel guilty. To parent is to feel guilty all the time, as far as I'm aware. Like last night I was putting our son to bed, our toddler, and um, I was very aware that our baby was in the next room and I needed to get back to him. But my toddler just went, Mummy, you coming to sleep with me? And And that made you feel guilty because you didn't want to sleep on a mattress on the floor, a single mattress on the floor. Cutest kid in the world, reaching his arms out, going, Mummy, you're going to sleep with me. And I, I, no, because we gave birth to another child. I'm so sorry. And then I got back to the baby and I was like, I'm so sorry. I momentarily wanted to be away from you. I just So you felt guilty for abandoning both of our children yeah, in different ways. Oh yeah. And I feel it constantly. I feel it constantly. And I I don't know if it's just the loss of having two children, but seeing your face makes me wonder if that is just me. I think that's just, well, especially because the thing that our oldest kid was asking was uh can you ruin me as an adult? What? He's a kid. He needs to learn to sleep by himself. I know. He was so just that's... sleepy and soft and wanted his mummy. I felt awful. Like How awful? Pretty awful. Give me a comparative awfulness. Okay, Holocaust is like a ten. Right. This okay. would be like a one. <laughs> Good. I'm really pleased you didn't go higher than a one. For a little minute there, I was quite worried. What do you feel guilty about as a parent? Oh, loads of stuff, always. Um, uh, lately, I've worked too much. Normally, I put the old one to bed every night. The old one? The oldest one. Pretty much since since the youngest, since before the youngest one was born, I've done it every night. Mm. And twice in the last 
week. Three times in the last week I haven't, and that's made me feel kind of crummy. Really? Yeah. Well, I like... Because before, before I was very, very pregnant, um, we sort of alternated bedtimes with our oldest one, didn't we? Yeah. And I couldn't do it because I was a beach ball and he slept on a floor bed. Mm. And I've missed putting him to bed. It's just juggling the other one while I do. Yeah, yeah. No, I've just, I've just been working too much. And I feel like that's not... I'm not getting the balance right at the moment. I'm tired and I'm grumpy because I'm working too much. I'm doing too many things. And that makes me feel guilty. And that makes me feel worse. And then when you're with them, you're still tired and gr- yeah. feel, uh, grumpy. And so you're not maybe... I find this not as playful yeah, and fun exactly. to Yeah, exactly. It's a horrible sort of um, self-perpetuating cycle of misery parenting. <laughs> so do it! <laughs> I I get that moment where I've been working and I'm not in a parenting headspace mm. and I go and sit down with them like, what do I do? What do we do? I can't remember what to do. How do I make you happy? Really? For like a second. Yeah, to make him happy. Give him some food, put a drink... Uh, in his hand and make him watch YouTube. Maybe not that though. For like a change, yeah. how do I do things that aren't this? And there's no. That's all. That's all there is. Soft <laughs> play. I think one thing I feel really guilty about, or I did when our oldest was young, was going to, like, socialising him, like going to baby groups and doing. Baby that made you feel guilty. Because I wasn't very good at it, and neither was he. Right. And in the end, I stopped because, like, we go to sort of, I don't know, we did. Oh, it was a baby massage, hmm. and I turned my back, and I'd already i I was too sort of nervous to go. So by the time I went, there was already a group there yeah. of mums who knew each other, and then I turned up with Herbie, and he incited a riot. He just crawled off, and all the other babies started crawling off, and I just felt like, oh no, this isn't for me. And it didn't do anything for him. Like, yeah. He did baby signing, and he didn't like it. So that's not something to be feel good. And also, people who do that tend to be assholes. People who go to these things. They tend to be arseholes. I don't really don't like any other parents ever, which I realise I'm primarily the audience of this is parents. Uh, well, tough shit, listeners. Um, I just don't like being around other parents and I think you do weathering their judginess. Well, it depends on the parent, doesn't it? Because we've got friends who are parents, we like them. I suppose. Oh. But yeah, no, it is, it does get a bit. Yeah, and then when your baby's yeah competitive fucking. I found I had this thing where Herbie, I can't remember what he was doing when he was a baby. He did something, and it was completely normal as far as I was concerned. He like sat up or looked at somebody, and another parent went, "Have you tried doing this to oh, make him stop that?" That's that's. Like, I wouldn't feel as guilty if people didn't do that. Like any time we write about our kids on the internet, which we do a lot. There's always someone who's like, well, what about this? And it's unsolicited and it's bullshit. And I wish they'd die. <laughs> I really do. I wish they'd die. I don't, you know, it's bad to wish death on another person. Is but it? Oh. I don't, I don't know these people. If they died, it wouldn't make, a, I wouldn't even fe- cosmically feel the slightest bump. If no, they just stopped wouldn't. being alive, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even notice. But I think there are lots of, there are lots of different ways that you feel guilty. Because I didn't, I stopped taking Herbie to these things, and because I've got a new baby, I don't have the time to take the little one to baby groups. And it's weird because I think he'd probably enjoy it more because he's more uh, <laughs> into stuff than Herbie was when he was a baby. So there's a guilt there. It's like I can't take them. But I think one thing I'm learning about guilt is just to to not feel as guilty the second time around because Herbie's all right. Yeah, that's anyone who feels bad about not doing enough with their first kid should just have a second kid. But- <laughs> 
and <laughs> abandon them in the corner of the room like everybody does. It's not just us. No. My brother is a, a case in point of a kid who was just left alone to his own devices. Well, and he grew we've got, up so well that you wrote a book about him. We've got cousins, we've got friends, we've got second kids who've just been left alone to, to figure it out. And they're always the sort of the best ones. We've, we overparented massively with Herbie. We really, we were just constantly fretting and worrying and making sure we bought too much stuff. And oh, it, yeah. it was stupid and it was pointless and it was just a waste of energy. And with the second one, it's much better. I think we're doing we're we're much more healthy about how we're raising the second one. I think he's a little bit more relaxed than Herbie was anyway. I think like, he started. Maybe that's because we're I think he started off that way. They're very different temperaments. Yeah, um, they are. It's just interesting to see how that plays out. But yeah, I, I always feel like I should be doing something more or different or less. Mm. There's there's no stopping it. Now even that I we're mum we're parents of two children, I Still feel it. Doubly. Parenting guilt never goes away, I guess. I think it... I, I don't know. I know plenty of parents who are like, oh, whatever. Especially like older, like the generation above us. My <laughs> People of sort of my dad's generation were like, well, I never changed a nappy. I didn't do nothing. It's fine, isn't it? They grew up. And I reckon like compared to that, our kids are lucky to have us as parents. They We both work from home. We see them all the time. I was, I was away for three, two and a half evenings this week. Uh, but there are like some dads who have proper yeah. jobs and they never see their kids. And mums. Nah. <laughs> nah, there are no mums here. No, mum. no, but like, it's it's especially, it's a, I know more dads who are like, well, I never see my kid. I, I, yeah. Well, it, I, I know lots of mums like that and they... I know more dads than you know mums. I don't think you do. No, I don't. <laughs> you don't know anybody, Stuart. I know and it's great. You, you met some sheep yesterday, that's as far as And they get. followed me. It was weird. <laughs> And then I met some more in another field and they followed me. And I've done that I've done that walk before and they run away normally and they instead of ganging up on me. Do you know what I learnt yesterday? A sheep's bar sounds exactly like a person saying bar. Now for Watched Under Duress, where we pull apart something that our child has made us watch again and again all week. I do books, you do YouTube, Robin. So what is it this week? This week it's Blippy! Fucking Fucking Blippi. Fucking Blippi. Blippi produces fun educational videos for children, where children learn colours, shapes, numbers, letters, the alphabet, and so much more. He's on YouTube. It's B-L-I-P-P-I. And he has over a billion subscribers. A billion? Yes. A billion? Yes. Oh, Jesus. This is worse than I feared. A a billion? A billion. One billion, four hundred and twenty-eight million. What the fuck? That's more people than live in this country. <laughs> For Blippi. Blippi. And if you're wondering what Blippi is, from the name, you might imagine it's some sort of blobby cartoon. But no, it's a man. And it is just a man. It's just a man. He looks like he looks like Toby Maguire dressed up as Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, he's where he wears bright coloured braces and bright coloured glasses and a hat. And a hat, yeah. And he talks in this... F- creepy, like high pitched voice that isn't his voice. He's like, no. "Oh, I'm Blippi, Blippi, look at me." He's slightly unshaven. Yeah, he yeah. He looks like Toby Maguire pulled together right. a last minute outfit. So, I've watched that. You've watched way more than, <laughs> really have. than I have. But from what I can tell, Bounce Patrol. Yeah, going back to the things I was saying about Bounce Patrol, they look like they are doing it because they love it. Yes. 
Blippy looks like he's got some sort of sinister um, intention <laughs> behind it. He looks just like a, he looks like I would if I did it. He's sort of un, uncommitted. Yeah. And he looks like every... It's very artificial. He has all these videos where like, he sings little songs about a dinosaur. He tries to be a dinosaur. He he has a series where he goes around soft play. That's the weirdest bit. That's the bit I can't crawling around. He goes... It's he literally he walks through the front door and like I'm in a Las Vegas soft play <laughs> and he just walks straight in like he like he owns the place and then he'll just start bouncing around on the trampolines and you want to go blippy they're not for you. There was one I watched and it might have been the Las Vegas one, but this uh, little black kid started following him around and at one point he went I like you and Blippy just ignored him. No. He just fucking ignored him because he was too busy throwing foam balls up in the air and banging this himself. This is fun. The- Woo. And he does little stupid dances. Actually, I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I have to say. Sounds like you hate him. I don't. I, I want to hate him. When I first saw it, I was like, this is bad. The one thing that bothers me about soft, him in soft play is that he's like he's costumed from the waist up. Yeah, and he wears like scummy jeans. Yes, <laughs> and, and like black socks. Yeah. Well, what? I don't know. I don't know. Children's characters shouldn't have just black socks that he got from Primark. Do you know what I mean? He should yeah. wear like... Big, colourful... I don't know. I don't know why his socks bother me so much, but they really do. <laughs> he wants to get something out of this, well, and we don't know what it is he's yet. He's got a lot out of it. He's got books and records. He has his own record label. Oh, has he? Yeah. Blippy Music, I think it's called. He's 29. <laughs> he used to, He's an Air Force veteran, and his name is Stephen John. Stephen, with an I. Something happened to him in, when he was serving in the military. And it's caused him to have some sort of psychotic break with the world. I, I really think it's more cynical than that. I think he just thought, hey, I make my nephew laugh. Right, yeah. Nephew. Yeah. He hasn't got kids. No. That's one thing I noticed. He is like someone with a nephew. He doesn't love kids. No one with nephews loves their fucking nephews. No one with nephews loves no, their No, there's always people like, ah, oh, I've, I've got a niece and she's sick. You don't know who gives a shit. No one cares about your niece. Like you see her once every six weeks. If that, you'd say you'd give her a present and take a fucking Instagram. Doesn't mean that you love her. I did. Well, I, I, when people have sort of helped out with Ned, they have said, it's all right, I've got nephews. I'm like, that's not yeah, no, no, That's the worst. That's like saying, no, I, that's like people who say that they're their parents of their dogs. I think we're going to alienate a lot of people. I here. want Uncles. to alienate as many people as possible today. Uncles, dog owners. So yeah, he's, he's, He's got fans in 139 countries. He's got fans? Yeah. Uh, he's from Ellensburg, Washington. Uh-huh. Is that Washington State? Yes. Okay. That explains a lot because it's it's isolated and weird up there, isn't it? <laughs> it's very far away from the rest of America. So he's just grown up strange. But he's he's a big thing. He There, there was one there. He went to an aquarium in uh, the aquarium in Tampa, Florida. And they just let him in and let him feed the whales. <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> that's your issue that's your takeaway issue they just let him into an aquarium and some of some of the the videos are just him driving four by fours and yeah. going wee this is fun I saw one where he's just going in a digger and he gets in he's so specific that's the thing he's like this can hold 29.6 <laughs> cubic metres of dirt and the back end is 4.9 and he's got listing torque to my son, who's three. <laughs> he, uh, it's very confusing because it's quite entertaining. I can see why our son would love it, but at the same time, he looks slightly like a murderer. 
But then how do you want children presented? Who doesn't? Who doesn't look like a murderer these days? Me, I don't look like a murderer. I look like oh, a Oh, you do. You know, you, I reckon you do. You do look like uh, one of those... Yeah, you do. You look like you've got murder inside you. Okay. One of those what? Finish that sentence. Murderous. Like <laughs> murdering ladies. You look like one of those... Well, they did it, but there was a sad reason for it. Because I, cho- I, I killed him by chopping off his penis because he was a very bad man. No, not that. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. Like you pushed, you pushed an abusive husband into a fire, or something, and now you're in prison, and it's sad. I genuinely... I look like I'm in prison. Wow. I think I look like I probably look like a murderer. When you're out walking, you look like what's his face from the fall? Marky Smith. No, not of <laughs> the fall. The band, not dead Marky Smith. <laughs> Jamie, sexy Jamie Dornan. Sexy murdery Jamie Dornan. Cool. I do walk around topless. No, no, you, you know in the first series where he's just running? Yes. He's wearing night running clothes. That's you. I'm wearing a zip-up merino You look, top. You look like Jamie Dornan on the way to a murder. I look or possibly like, on the way back. look like Jamie Dornan, just with no, who's never slept. Never <laughs> slept, not even once, not even as a kid. We put out a call on Twitter, didn't we, for questions last week? Yeah, we got a bunch. We got a, like a surprising amount. Yes, so I'm going to read out one. So this is from Missy Bell 4, at Missy Bell 4 on Twitter. I or why? Why? She says, what do you feel was the most useless advice you got as a new parent? Also, what was the most useless item you bought in preparation for having a baby? I feel very sceptical about the sterilising bottles once they are weaned. It seems pointless. Yep, we bought, uh, for our breastfed son... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we bought this very elaborate formula maker that was like a basically a Nespresso for formula that was expensive and never used. Never used. That pissed me off something rotten. But um, yeah, no, that that I wish we'd never bought that because you get excited, especially with the first one. You go, oh, we can buy this and we can buy this yeah. and we can buy this and we can. Buy this. And one of my cousins said, "Oh, make sure you get this." So I did, and we didn't need it. No, we also bought a travel system that was so hard to maneuver. No, it was fine. I really like that one. But the khaki one. Yeah, the khaki one to the date is still my favourite. I know we've really? got through like four buggies. Well, it was so hard to push. Oh, I liked it. That well, was a three-wheeler, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah, it was just great. hard to manoeuvre and it hated me and it wanted to go everywhere that I didn't want to go. What else did we buy that we didn't need? Everything. Like everything. Toys. Kids don't need toys. A <laughs> newborn baby doesn't need toys. A newborn baby just needs like some colours floating above it. We bought him a... Our first one, we bought him a stuffed dog and then we got a bit annoyed that he never played with it because he was one day old <laughs> and couldn't see it or perceive what a toy was in his <laughs> infant mind. What's the worst advice? What's the worst advice you got? All of the advice. Yeah. Any advice that you haven't asked asked for? The worst advice, advice I got was criticism dressed up as advice. That's all advice. That's all parents do. Yeah. I Like, when, when our first baby wasn't a sleeper and would be put down initially i got well you should put him down otherwise you and your husband are going to get divorced really Who yeah that? that was the health fucking visitor <laughs> <laughs> she went, you need to tend to your husband husband first baby second oh wow why and didn't you listen to that ever? i don't <laughs> and she said if you're not enjoying your baby you're not doing it right this is to a woman with oh, postnatal depression this week, I wrote a column on the pool about how hard it is to find time to do things like have sex when you've got two small children. And all the comments are like, it's easy. What are you talking about? Just put them to bed. 
put them in the other room. Mm. Um, like, who has kids who would just happily sit in another room while their parents go at it? Yeah. N- nervously and silently. Yeah. <laughs> Staring at a baby monitor. Yeah. <laughs> just no. A new podcast launched, a new parenting podcast launched recently called The Hotbed. Good. It might be worth a listen because it's about um, sex after parenting or during. What or... are you trying to tell me? <laughs> I'm not saying you should. What are you trying to tell me? The podcast by Cherry Healy, Lisa Williams, who runs a site called Tantrum.xyz, Z, which I oh, used to write for. Oh, what's happened? Sorry, I'm sorry. Too many American <laughs> YouTube videos. Also, I grew up in America. Oh. And... Aniki, I don't know if I'm saying that right, Aniki Somerville, who uh, is Selfish Mother. They're talking about sex. You should go and have a listen now. The Hotbed. I don't. Uh, they're the competition, and I feel like competition We're should be destroyed. We're never going to talk about sex in any sort of sincere, informed way. Why would we? What do you mean? Why would we ever talk about sex in an informed, sincere way? I Let's keep some things for ourselves, Robin. Yeah, we've got to keep the mystery alive. No, ah. Hey, Stu, look at me keeping the mystery alive. (laughs) Well, we're not talking about it, but they are. So if you're. They're talking about us having sex. (laughs) You should really listen to this podcast. Weird. (laughs) Um, Next week, I might big up another podcast. You don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to assume that you won't. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you would like to subscribe on iTunes or leave a review on iTunes, we'd like that very much. We're on Twitter at NaughtyStepPod.com. We're not no, we're <laughs> I'm so tired and my legs hurt so much. I've been battling cramp. I don't know. I think it's going I to think, sound... I think, I think you've just been going... In the background. I, I genuinely think I have. Every time I've shifted my body weight, some another part of my body started hurting. I'm surprised. Yeah. Eish. At least you got to wear merino wool that wicks away Whicked sweat. Wicked away my sweat like a motherfucker. <laughs> Mr. President. He died. Yeah, he died. <laughs> let's not even explain who that is. Mr. President. Man. Oh, let's just end this fucking thing now. <laughs> See, See you, you next week. week. Get some sleep. Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.